0: Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Makers, together and loving it. TNCs apply.
1: You're here this morning along with uh, Andy McCook, and at the moment we are reflecting on Matariki Stakes Day from Friday. We've talked about the Matariki distance and the extraordinary performance once again of no keeper. But the richest race of the day, Andy, was the $30,000 Matariki Stakes, for which we'd had heats, uh, three heats the week prior, and uh, one of the heat winners was Federal Infrared, who had been a recent import for the Lisa Cole Kennels, had uh, won two short course sprints and done it in very good style but at class one level ran some, ran some excellent time stepped up won a heat last week in an excellent time and then was able to come out and win the final off box number one another truly remarkable performance from the lisa cole kennels to get federal infrared to win but it was a very dramatic race and i'm wondering as the commentator where were you looking on the home bend
0: to be honest, I, I was looking out wider thinking that the Southerners would balance up and start to get after the pacemaker, and that was Charlotte Lew and Master Porthos. I thought once they balanced, especially Charlotte Lew, she was half a length closer to the leader than, uh, than the race favourite Master Porthos was, and I thought that she would balance up and start to let down, and halfway up it was pretty apparent that she wasn't going to get there, and at that point I thought, well, the leader's just kicking and kicking too strong, and, Rosso, with 10 metres to go, all you could see was this black and white rug starting to pick a path and absolutely airborne at the finish of the 457 metres. And he's gone down a nose in the end, and that was Carlos Jewell. Obviously, he's no doubt the run of the race last early, last leaving the back. He was fifth or sixth on the home corner, and he just unleashed with an unbelievable burst to just come up short. A nose, a head, a neck separating the first four home, uh, Greyhounds home there, Rosso, and all I could take after the race was, why is Rosso not here and I got landed with it?
1: Oh come on Andy, you love it and you did a great job of the finish too, it was dramatic and uh, never easy in those uh, circumstances to be able to nail the dogs that are in that finish uh, which you were able to do, but um, it was certainly one of the races of the season Federal Infrared winning, as you say a nose, Carlos Chul, an incredible performance, Charlotte Lou the New Zealand Oaks win a third and tap out Classy, another for the Lisa Cole Kennels, another recent import Andy who's made a real splash, especially at Palmerston north, uh, a close-up fourth, and then the favourite, Master Portos, in fifth spot.
0: Yeah, it was a, a race and a half, and, and Master Portos, race favourite, he's less than a length and a half away from the winner, and he's run fifth. So, it's been an unbelievable race. You, you've got to take your head off the team, Cole, really, Federal Infrared. She's a, a Class 2 Greyhound. She was down at the Class 1 Greyhound uh, for that final, and Obviously, there was some sort of error made with with her grading because she should be class two after winning back-to-back class ones uh, before that series kicked off. So she's a class two greyhound. Just start six for her, which is phenomenal considering she was taking on some of the countries, well, not some of, she was taking on the country's best restricted-age greyhounds. Carlos Doola, greyhound, who's run some very nice times at Addington, very strong through the back end of, of his races, and he looks like a stayer in the making, and... I'm picking once he gets his restricted age season over and done with, which isn't far away, that we might see Robbo just step him up and trip a little bit, and he'll a little bit of excitement because he looks like a, a dog who will get over the ground. Charlotte Lou, the Oaks winner, she's a, a very, very speedy greyhound. Tap out Classy, who you mentioned, and Master Porthos, who won his heat in 25.49, and that's not mentioning... Uh, mentioning the other Greyhounds who were back in the pack and, you know, Greyhounds like Naya Vale and Star Gigi who were very fast in their own right. So it was a very good field. To win it at start six is a, 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 an absolute marvel, not only to the dog but to the trainers. And the cold camp had a little bit of a quiet start to the day, Rosso, but, gee, they made up for it through the back half.
1: Uh, they certainly did, and we'll talk about that uh, in a moment, Andy. Master Portos now he's had uh, three um three feature race meet races uh, the uh, the railway sprint where he was the fastest heat winner, the uh, the New Zealand Derby where he was the fastest heat winner, he did run third in that final and and now the uh, Matariki, where again he was the fastest, he just unfortunately just not quite able to uh, to reproduce in the final at the stage, Andy.
0: He just hasn't quite been able to back up those performances. He, he was very good through the derby. He was just bettered by a couple of fast greyhounds. there obviously in Diego Jim and, and O'Paulo Superstar. I, I thought, if anything, he was probably a little bit of a, a disappointing run in the final. I know he was only a length, no, less than a length and a half away, but I thought he had every opportunity to be able to punch his way around those greyhounds and show that blistering speed through the middle stages that we know he has, and he just wasn't able to do it. So... Yeah, so far he's a heat specialist, yet to take out a final. We've got the, the futurity coming up down here in Christchurch uh, over the next uh, two or three weeks. I'm assuming that those greyhounds have paid up for it. It's a, a series that you have to be paid up for from when you are a pup. So as long as he's paid up for it, he's got to be a, a force to be reckoned with through that as well.
1: Yeah, indeed. And, um, look, he, he hasn't been the kindest of travellers so far, and so it's tough when you're travelling away. Obviously, you um, the, uh, the races that I've talked about, the railway in Auckland, uh, the Derby Cambridge, and now the uh, Matariki Stakes and Manawatu, and it does require you to travel uh, twice there, uh, which is not easy for a dog like him that doesn't settle quite as well as some others do, and, and, and hence, we had Jack Hart on the show last week, um, the thought around the, the, the possibility of having him uh, go to Victoria and um, and have a look at some of the sort of 450 metre races uh, around Victoria and, and not have to travel quite so far for those. Andy, uh, you talked about it, um, it was a, a day of two halves for the coal Kennels. Um, they, um, halfway through the card, had not registered a win. Back half of the card, they completely dominated. They won the last six races on Premier Stakes Day. <laughs> that is never easy with the visitors coming to town. And, of course, two of them were features, the Matariki Stakes we've just talked about, and also the Matariki Sprint taken out by uh, a greyhound who's just got an outstanding strike rate, and that's a uh, big-time Prada.
0: She's very good, isn't she, Prada? She's very good, and, and she had to be good to win that as well. She, you know, we, we talked about it a lot in the week leading into it and, and uh, pre-race on the day with, uh, with Philippa Morris on trackside that the draw was actually really ugly for her. She had wide runners in one and two. She had a railing type in five, and, and even the greyhound in four can come over at times, and she's not always electric off the list. She was on Friday, and she had to be. She came out scorching. She was able to miss the trouble that it looked like she could find on paper. And unfortunately, big time Katie found that. But she was able to miss it. And once she found the top, she was just always going to be too fast for them. We know she's strong enough through the back end of 375 metres. She's got a very good record over the 410 metres. So once she found the lead, that was about all all she wrote. And they weren't going to get past her. I thought the second greyhound uh, was very good. Rosso, he's a, a greyhound who... He has a really good record, isn't he, Typhoon Tim? But he, he just isn't quite lighting up like he was, say, you know, a month or six weeks ago, but very good to seek. And Ros, I thought the run of the race might have been the third greyhound, Screaming Viking, again, a Carlos Jewel type run. He didn't quite get as close as Carlos, but he came from a fair way back on the corner to rail under them and make up some good ground on some very fast greyhounds. That was a nice effort from the, the Marcy Flip prepared runner.
1: It was, and he'd been the fastest heat winner and beaten uh, Typhoon Tim in the heat prior, but uh, Cole Quinella ultimately there in the uh, Matariki sprint. And and it's got to be said for Craig Roberts, who we had on the show last week, and he had a stellar day on the uh, the Monday at, uh, at Addington. He had six runners and five of them uh, came out and won. But it was uh, a day of almost for the Roberts team on Friday there at uh, Palmerston North. Obviously, we've talked about Rajabal running second to no keeper. Carlos Jewell being beaten in nose. We thought that um, the Roberts team might get their win in the last with uh, with. Telbingo Bale looking to extend his winning sequence, but again, it was uh, the cold team to the fore. Mustang Charlie was as good as I've seen him in a long time. He just put it to Telbingo.
0: He did. I, I thought pre-race that if there was anything going to test Bingo, it was obviously the Prince of Palmy. We know how good he is around there. Mustang Charlie, that second phase acceleration he has is just second to none in the country. His speed is just blistering once he hits top gear, but to be fair, I thought the way he'd been racing that Telbingo Bale would just be too fast and too strong for him. And, and even if Charlie was able to sneak past him, sort of leaving the back, that uh, that Bingo would be able to peel him, you know, reel him back in up the straight. It just didn't happen. He just burned Mustang Charlie. He just absolutely put the foot to the floor halfway down the back straight. And that was after Telbingo led Rosso. And once he found himself in front, of, I thought, well gee, Charlie's not going to get past him now, and about five strides later, Charlie put two leads on him, so it shows how good Charlie is, and to be fair, he was able to do that down here at Addington Raceway, he did get past Del, Del Bingo and led him to the back Mark Del Bingo was able to get back over the top of him over the 520 metres here obviously, which is a, a little bit tougher but on his home track, he was just able to burn, and old Bingo had no answer, I don't think he'll lose any admirers from it, because we know how good Charlie is on a one-turn track, and I still think Cal Bingo potentially is, is one of the best greyhounds we could see here in the country, and he will uh, he will still live up to that. Obviously, the South Island champs, I'm, I'm assuming, will be his next target in a couple of weeks' time on the same night as Futurity. So, uh, yeah, certainly will be interesting racing going forward. But on the day, Charlie and the Cole team were just too good.
1: Yeah, indeed, Andy. Hey, look, um, congratulations to the club. It was an outstanding card of racing there to GRNZ for putting on the uh, Matariki Stakes Premier. Uh, meeting congratulations to the Cole kennels winning the uh, the back half of the program including a couple of features that we talked about there the stakes and the sprint and of course to no keeper and gary gary cleave and Galen Turnbull and all of the connections there that have kept that spectacular run going with that uh, no keepers uh, stellar win in the matariki distance and andy congratulations uh, to you fine body of work there on friday and uh, a day of racing you probably won't forget in a wee
0: while yeah, it's going to stay in the memory banks for a very long time. The Matariki day, it was, it was very good. The club, they get it right. They had a, a fish and chip caravan on course and they had uh, free food and free drinks for, uh, for people on course and all of that sort of stuff. So it's uh, certainly something they got right on the day. The club and the fields, the undercard, the, the features, everything about the day was, was just absolutely super. And, uh, and yeah, the, the, the racing action on the track certainly didn't disappoint.
1: So, Andy, thanks for your time this morning. Thanks for helping us through, and we'll catch you soon on Dog Speed.
0: It'd be my pleasure, Rosso, and uh, hopefully uh, you start healing a little bit uh, over the next few days, though.
1: Life's busy. Take this deck. There's heaps to do on it, like um, polishing off this wine. That's tough. Life's pretty good with a Trex deck. Composite decking with no hard maintenance. Trex, the world's number one decking brand.